Welcome to The Circle Makers. This is a podcast designed for dreamers, believers, and all people that are ready to pray circles with boldness and specificity around their lives. My name is Rachel, and I will be on this journey with you as we look to enrich our prayer walks and lives. All right, let's dive in. January 5th, I was scripting this episode. I wanted to address the teachings of Jesus praying in the Bible. I I thought my heart's intentions were pure. and, And I thought because I was doing this, following God through a new chapter of life, that everything coming out of my mouth might be holy. I read back over what I wrote, and there are plenty of questions in my heart about it. I don't know if what I originally wrote for this episode was aligned with what this podcast was created for. So (laughs) I began again. (laughs) I feel like that is such a real picture of life lived, uh, lived with Christ. We live life for a while and if or when we decide to live a life aligned with Christ, we begin again. We begin life renewed in him. So here I am, <laughs> beginning again, uh, telling you humbly that I am not holy. Nothing about me is pure, but the Holy Spirit, which advises me and speaks through me, is holy and pure. Not me, but the Holy Spirit. So two weeks ago, I mentioned that in my experience, anytime I've heard a pastor open a dialogue or sermon on prayer, I feel I've always been directed to Luke 11 or Matthew 6, where Jesus specifically teaches on prayer. So let's look at both. (laughs) I hope that uh, looking at both of these passages will help put together kind of a launching pad to open a dialogue with God, hopefully this week. Um, And I hope to encourage you in that way if you um, are just starting in this and, you know, trying, trying prayer either again or in a new way. Let's dive in. So, so we're reading through um, Luke 11 verses 1 through 13. The heading for this passage is Jesus's teaching on prayer. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Then he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. 
Then the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father in heaven give the holy spirit to those who ask him amen (laughs) now let's uh go to matthew 6 and it starts in um verse 5 and the section for this is prayer and matthew of course comes before luke but i i wanted to end in matthew and then return back to luke later so prayer um verse five and when you pray do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others truly i tell you they have received their reward in full but when you pray go to your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. (sighs) While there is so much to dig into in these passages, um, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to look into that on your own because I, I can't address or dig into everything with you today. And I think there is something that is so valuable in us coming to the scriptures ourselves and digging in and, um, looking at the context, um, and looking at the different, uh, translations of the Bible, um, And there is so much here. (laughs) But I want to give you a base place to begin in prayer. Because I know that prayer can be daunting. And everyone prays differently. Um, But prayer ultimately is our way of having a conversation with God. Um, So in Matthew 6, when Jesus says, Do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Jesus is asking us to enter into a conversation with God. What Jesus means by babbling, um, it addresses the posture of the prayer itself. Jesus asks us to pray intentionally, with purpose, with the knowledge that God is 
is listening to us. In the Middle Eastern culture um, for the Gentiles or the pagans, and I'm not going to like teach on this because I am, <laughs> I've not been to seminary school. I don't study theology, but um, in like in the small uh, amount of digging that I did online, um, the Gentiles or the pagan, the Gentiles, excuse me, the Gentiles or the pagans, um, those who can quote babbled prayers, they did so ritualistically um, because they thought it would earn them high favor with God. Um, so they were kind of like praying at at God, not not to God, not with God, um, at God, you know, and, and there is a difference. Um, and we know that nothing we we, we, we know that there is nothing that we can do that would make God love us any more or any less than he does. And you guys, he loves us so much. Um, but I'll tell you, I, <laughs> when I first read that verse, I got really nervous because uh, I don't know if you felt that way too. Um, when I pray and you've, You've heard this. When I pray, I tend to pray for long periods of time, talking and talking, wanting to address everything on my heart and mind. Um, but the more important thing to to note here, the the thing that holds very um, significant importance from that past pat not pasture passage <laughs> um, is the posture of your heart. So I'm going to say that again because I totally messed that up. Um, what holds significant importance, one of the things that holds significant importance from that passage is the posture of your heart. Why are you praying? Are you praying to please someone else? Are you praying to get something from God? A transactional prayer? Are you just praying at meals? Do you feel like praying is a chore? Do you feel like God isn't saying anything to you in your prayers? I have felt so closed off and resistant to prayer for most of my life. I, I didn't see the point. I didn't think I was holy enough to hear God speak to me. I thought my I thought my thoughts were too nasty. I thought my heart was too prideful. Or plenty of times, <laughs> I thought life is good and I don't need to pray right now. There's nothing I need to ask God for. I'm whole I'm uh I hope that what I'm about to say will free you from thinking or believing any of the lies I believed all my life about prayer. God wants to hear you. God wants to hear everything you have to say. And I mean everything. <laughs> have you ever told God when you're angry with him? Have you ever told him you don't understand when things are happening to you in your life? Have you ever told him you're exhausted and you want to give up? I have. <laughs> Do you know why? He wants to hear us. He wants to hear our thoughts, our heart. Even though he knows what's 
on our hearts. He wants to hear us. Do you think he's surprised by anything you might have to say to him? He made us. He knows our thoughts. He knows our heart, (laughs) our hearts and how they can be. He knows how kind and how sweet your actions can be. He also knows how vile and disgusting our hearts can be. Why do you think he chose to send a gift, someone so pure, so perfect, to be sacrificed, to bear the weight of all of the sins of the world in one tragic night so that we can be free and forgiven? Because he loves us. He wants a relationship with us. And that requires us participating in relationship with him and part of that is through prayer so why not start today tonight start a conversation with god i don't know what that looks like for you um for me it's a (laughs) it's a very um specific and uh itemized uh prayer he really wanted me to meet with him today (laughs) um so much in fact when i tried to watch tv this evening i couldn't find my remote and i i have a tv in my bedroom so i i have this really bad habit of falling asleep with the tv on and so i'll leave the remote like by my head Um, and so I figured it hadn't gone far, but I like, I sat down with like my dinner or whatever, and I was going to watch TV. I I sat down on my bed and, um, I start looking for the TV remote. I can't find it. And I was like, okay, like must be around here somewhere. So I, um, pushed back my bed because I thought it had fallen in between, um, the head of the bed and the wall and it wasn't there and I just started looking everywhere for it I looked underneath the pillars underneath the covers in in between the covers um I looked uh on my bedside underneath my bedside table um I looked through all of my dirty laundry in my basket took them all out shook them out and then put them back in I looked uh, on top of my dresser. I looked inside my dresser. I looked all around my desk, all behind my dresser, inside my desk drawer. And all the while, God was telling me, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, I want you to spend time with me. I don't want you to distract yourself in this moment. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Like, I, I will spend time with you. And he was like, no, you won't. You won't spend time with me. And I was like, what? I'll spend time with you. I just need to find this. Because if I can't find this remote, like, uh, I'm going to have to buy a new one. <laughs> and I didn't want to have to, like, buy a new remote. I hate replacing, having to replace things when I know that they're there somewhere. So I kept on looking. And I kept on looking. And I eventually just gave up. I sat down and I said, fine, fine. I will, I will spend time with you. And I don't know how this thought occurred to me. I, I definitely think it was the Holy Spirit speaking to, speaking to my spirit. And the Holy Spirit prompted me to open my journal from last year. Uh, 
during the summer when I had just started relationship with the Lord, like right before my relationship with the Lord. And then when my relationship with the Lord um, was starting and I started reading those, um, those journal entries and it was so very apparent before I stepped into praying with the Lord and asking him to be, to be my strength, not for me to rely on my own strength, but for him to be my strength, there is a clear and apparent difference between before my relationship with the Lord and speaking with him in prayer and after. It is incredible. The person I was before I, I looked at those journal entries and I just thought, man, who is that person? She's like a vague, uh, there's like a, this veil over that time in my life. Like it has truly ended in a way um, for good reason. I for so much of my life, I did not like the person I was, did not like the person I was becoming. And through relationship with the Lord, I have been more aware of the ugliness of my heart, but because he has claimed me as his child, I know that he can do good things and he can love other people through me because he's shown me the love that he has for me and it is a it is a love it is being filled with joy and peace beyond any any descriptory words truly um and there is an apparent difference between my aimless prayers <laughs> and my intentional prayers. So if you're wanting to start that relationship, if you're wanting to spur that, if you're wanting to start praying, I want to encourage you that a good start for you is being intentional. I know that when I sit down and I don't have my prayer journal, I am lost. I don't know what I'm praying for. So write down what you want to bring to him. Be intentional. We're intentional with friends in our lives. And God is our friend, so why not be intentional with him too? And again, I use a prayer journal. I write down um, a prayer on the left side with a date when I started praying that prayer. And then a date of when I wanted God to meet me in that. And then when God answers that prayer, I write down that prayer being answered on the right side and with the date that it was answered. So I just want to encourage you to open up a dialogue with God. Tonight, before you put your head to your pillow, take a journal with you and not only outline what you want to say, but write down a dream. Write down a big, bold dream. Let's, let's go back and revisit Luke for a second. I want to leave you with a thought. So we are in verse... 
Oh my goodness. I didn't write down the, the verse number in these notes for some reason because I'm an idiot sometimes. Um, but I included them in Matthew. Um, <laughs> so we're going back to, there's a little sticky tap. Okay. In my Bible, that is. There's a little, I, I love that I'm not even fully describing what's going on for you and you can't see anything. Um, so in my notes that I am going off of, I didn't include the little verse numbers. Um, and in my Bible, uh, obviously there are, but I, I marked off where this passage is in my Bible. So, and I forgot that. Anyway, um, so verse five, verse five. And this is the, the thought I want to leave you with um, from Luke. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and he goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children are in bed with me. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though, he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend. Yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. In this passage of Luke, the man coming to his, fr his friend for bread is not given the bread because he is his friend. No, he's given the bread because of his boldness, his persistence. We must be persistent with God. Yeah, God knows what's on your heart. Yes, he wants to hear you. If you don't follow through with boldness and outline what you want in life with God, how you feel, how will he know you're able to handle that thing if he just gives it to you? He wants you to be faithful and persistent in asking for that thing. Mark Batterson kind of expands on this idea of boldness. And I often, um, I often put boldness together, um, with praying like big dream prayers. Um, so he touches on these big, bold prayers. So this is what Mark Batterson says in his book. Nothing honors God more than a big dream that is way beyond our ability to accomplish. Why? Because there is no way we can take credit for it. And there's nothing better for our spiritual development than a big dream because it keeps us on our knees in a raw dependence on God. Drawing prayer circles around our dreams isn't just a mechanism whereby we accomplish great things for God. It's a mechanism whereby God accomplishes great things in us. Amen. Sorry if you can hear my radiator kind of spitting out some air in the background. Um, transforming us from the inside out so that we may have peace and joy and hope even in the most chaotic circumstances. Next week, we're going to talk about those big, 
bold prayers on your heart and how God wants to give you the desires of your heart because we all have them. We all have those dreams that drive us crazy or the dreams that we don't want to let go of when it feels like there are a lot of times that either God may be asking us to let go of them or we feel like they might never come to fruition or however you feel about those dreams. I'm excited to jump into next week. I'm excited that you came back today and listened to the full the full episode. Um, I thank you for your openness. I thank you for your heart. Um, <laughs> I love each and every one of you so much. Um, I know that you you are all going through different and unique journeys in this time. And if there are any questions or um, or things that you you want to be prayed over specifically, but you you don't necessarily know how to walk through them, um, just shoot me an email um, or or message me. I I don't know. And if you don't have my email, um, a good email is r a c h. Caffey, C-A-F-F-E-Y at gmail.com. I will answer. I will answer there as soon as possible. Um, let's head into a time of closing in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each person here today. God, I thank you for their heart. I thank you for their openness. I thank you for their spirits. God, I know that we are all walking through an unparalleled moment in history. God, it is so easy to fall prey to fear and to give in to that and not not know where to turn. But God, there is always somewhere we can turn. And it's to you. God, you want to hear how, how our heart is doing. You, you want us to rely on you. You want us to stop looking for the TV remote and just spend time with you. <laughs> and I thank you for that. I pray that we would be able to continue forward on this journey. That you would teach each and every person something different about your heart, even me, God, I'm on this journey too, on this journey for growth, on this journey for your wisdom, Lord. I pray that you would continue to open my spirit and that I would be able to receive each person um, God, I just pray that as we go forward that we would be bold and specific and speak those big dreams to you. I just pray over for each person's week, even though we are in the middle of the week. Um, God, I pray that you would sustain us, give us strength to finish out the week strong. God, you love us so much. And you know everything about us even all of the ugly parts that we try to hide. But God, there's no way that we can hide those things from you. 
because you created us and you know us inside and out. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the rescuing of us. And that you are there for every need, for every want, for every desire, God. I just pray that you would continue to humble us. That we would seek to know you more through relationship, through prayer. And that we would continue to walk in love and compassion when it seems that there is so much darkness in this world. It just surrounds us and almost swallows us whole. God, I pray that we would remember that you are the light. That you are the light. God, may that light shine through us as we continue to walk in this this broken world. God, we love you. (laughs) You are so good to us in the way that you provide, and we are so grateful. We don't deserve the things that we have. I pray all this in your son's name. Amen. And amen. Thanks so much for being here. Um, I really do mean it when I say that I love you all. You are all so special and individualistic and you each are leading different 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 walks different lives um if you find any encouragement from this i would love to know like it has been amazing to hear from different people um what they've heard and what they've witnessed and um i i just hope and pray that people find encouragement and that people find true peace um, and that they are seeking that as well all right i hope you guys have a great rest of your week i will see you next week bye